This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, February 11th, 2022. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. A lot to get into as usual, Jay Book. Let's start with who will be the three starting safeties for the Buckeyes this coming fall. Jim Knowles' defense, anybody who's been listening to the show knows this, uh, features three starting safeties. Who do you think the three starting safeties will be? Yeah, I think you're going to... Uh, obviously start with Tanner McAllister to transfer from Oklahoma state. He's going to be one of the guys there. He's coming over knowing the defense. So it's, it's a big boom, just getting him in that back secondary so that he can help uh, lead that, that back in there. And then you're going to get a healthy Josh Proctor back, which I'm excited to see what he can do in this defense. And I uh, personally think that a guy who's under the radar, I thought should have been playing a lot more last year is Court Williams because he played in a Rose Bowl. He had the flashes. He has the body type. I, I just hope that he gets a fair shake there. I know some of the guys that are that were back there uh, previously didn't perform up to the expectations and drew a lot of uh, r- a lot of grumble from the Ohio State fans with the safety play. So I, I think Court Williams is the guy that has the highest ceiling from that younger group of safeties. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see some of those younger younger guys step up to the plate come spring ball because right now when you never, whenever you have a new coaching staff that's coming in there, they're coming in with a fresh set of eyes. So it gives all of these younger guys who may have been buried on the depth chart the opportunity to show that they're the best player at that position. Yeah, I'm bullish on Josh Proctor too. He's, of course, coming off of the injury, but he should be, you know, full go. They're saying he might be full go for not full go, but he might even be able to participate in spring. You never want to break your leg, but it's actually better to have a broken bone than like a torn ligament. Um, that bone could, you know, as they say, the bone heals even stronger, but, you know, it has to heal. So it sucks that he had to lose the season, but I'm bullish on Proctor as a fifth year senior this year. Let me ask you about speaking of coming off a serious injury, Lathan Ransom is also coming off a serious injury, but his happened late in the year. His was a ligament um, tear, I believe. He was really good as a true freshman late in the season in 2020. I, I thought he kind of underperformed in 2021, and then he had he had the injury. Like, What can we expect out of Lathan Ransom going forward, in your opinion? I'm not going to expect a lot from him uh, coming up this season. 
if you can get anything from him, I just call it a cherry on the top. With that injury happening so late in the year, it's going to take a long recovery road for him. He has a lot of rehab with him. Anytime they pull out the air cast and they're uh, wheeling you off on the uh, on the golf cart, that tells you it's a pretty significant injury, especially when he had to go to the hospital during the Rose Bowl game. But you look at some of the, the younger guys, Dave, you look at, you know, Ronnie Hickman is going to be right up there in the mix. And then, uh, you know, obviously you have Bryson Shaw who played, but at the same and. I, I will say some of the younger guys like Jensen Dunn and Andre Turretine, some of those younger guys who are highly regarded, they're going to get their shot during spring ball. But if you if you like the three safeties looks, I think it's going to provide something that Ohio State fans have yet to see. Um, but I, I'm looking at it as you got at least four guys that I really like, which is obviously Ronnie Hickman. And then you're going to have Court Williams right up in there. You're going to have Tanner McAllister and you're going to have Josh Proctor. I think that's a solid four that you can go with. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I, I do think um, you nailed it there. And Hickman's a guy, listen, I think it's going to be Kate Stover as that, that hybrid, obviously outside linebacker defensive end, but you know, the, you know, Knowles is known to mix it up and even throw maybe a safety down there occasionally just to mix it up a little bit. Hickman's the guy that can do that maybe on third down. Not that you're going to take Cade Stover off the field if he's playing well, but uh, yeah. I mean, Hickman's a guy, I'm so glad you brought him up. I mean, he led the team in tackles by a wide margin this past year, so of course he's going to be a big part of the defense this coming year. Moving right along, speaking of the linebackers, so in the Knowles scheme, they only start two linebackers, two true linebackers, so not the hybrid um, let's just say for argument's sake that Cade Stover is going to be the starting hybrid. Who do you think is going to be the two true linebackers that start for the Buckeyes this year? I think, I think it'd be still chambers. I think he's going to, he's going to, uh, obviously get the first dibs at it. He was a guy that switched over from the running back position played really well. I think he started to wear down as the season went on because he needs to really put on a little bit more mass on him in order to be a linebacker in the Big Ten. You definitely need to be able to hold up. And I thought you started to see the fatigue kick in with him. And then Tommy Eichenberg is going to be in the mix. I know uh, a lot of Hall State fans were pretty down on him at the beginning of the season, but as the latter part of the season progressed, he started to get a little bit better. You know, he was a Rose Bowl defensive MVP. He was all over the field, so he's going to be in the mix. Um, and then you you obviously going to have Taraji Mitchell. I don't know what you're going to get out of him. He's a kid that's been in the program for so long that I think what you see is what you're going to get. Uh, the question that I have for some of these younger guys was how poorly were they actually coached by Al Washington? They, they lacked so many fundamentals. They lack the basic things such as the read and react, see ball, go get ball. How would that change under Jim Knowles? Would they start to play better as a linebacker and they understand where they're supposed to be as far as their fits? So it's hard to tell if you're going to get uh, an elevated play from Taraji Mitchell or if that's what you're going to, what you see is what you're going to get from him. And then you just look at, you know, Cody Simon. He's obviously going to get a lot of reps there. Uh, the way the defense is structured, you have at least four or five linebackers that you can go with. But you, like you mentioned, they're only going to play two. So I I don't know how they're going to ro- how they're going to do. It. I think it's going to be some form of rotation because you you have three guys in Chambers, Eichenberg and Cody Simon, who played a lot of football uh, this past season, that they're all going to be back and they're still 
going to get some type of reps there. It's just a matter of who's going to get the most because I think you're going to see some form of rotation. What about EA Natiote? I'm probably I still butcher his last name. Natiote. He goes by EA. We know who I'm talking about. The former USC transfer coming back for a uh, he will be a super senior. He is coming back. And also Chip Trainum, Demonte Trainum. He goes by Chip. Um, what do you expect out of those two guys? Yeah, I, I, you know, with, with the GLT, you don't know what you're really going to get. I mean, he he got in there. He showed a little flash. He didn't play very much. He got, you know, maybe a handful of snaps per game. You heard his name called, you know, occasionally, but it wasn't a situation to where he was, you know, really jumping off the page day in and day out. So he just I just think he's going to be a depth type of player there that's going to be able to hop in there occasionally to make some plays, you know, chip train out there. I just think that he's going to have a learning curve. I think he's going to be behind the eight ball when it comes to uh, really cracking the lineup. I could be wrong. I mean, he could come in there and just absolutely blow everyone away. But I just think that with some of the guys that you currently have in place and you're only playing two linebackers, it's going to be hard for him to see meaningful snaps right now. And he probably cut his teeth in the special teams role. But you look at him, he's played a lot of college football at Arizona State. Even though it was at running back, he's still a guy that's played a lot of football at the collegiate level. All right, switching gears. I don't know if you heard, but the uh, Super Bowl is two days away. Who day? Two who <laughs> days away. So let's get in. Before I ask you who's going to win the game, let's get into this. I find this interesting. Talk about this on Wednesday show with Bax. I'm curious to get your take on it. Frankly, it's a silly debate, but I still find it interesting. A lot of silly debates can be interesting, and this is one of them. There's the, can Buckeye fans claim Joe Burrow? Like, well, I mean, Joe Burrow himself says, I'm a Buckeye. No Buckeye fan is sitting there acting like he was a great quarterback at Ohio State. He was a backup quarterback who never really saw the field and then transferred and had did great things at LSU. But when Burrow himself says he's a Buckeye, I'll take him at his word. Where do you come down on this uh, debate where can Buckeye fans claim Burrow or not? I think they can claim. I mean, the kid the kid graduated from Ohio State, so he, he's obviously a Buckeye. He has his degree. Uh, you listen to all of his press conference. He he claims to, uh, that he's a Buckeye. He, he uh, gives credit to JT Barrett for being one of the guys who really taught him leadership capabilities as a quarterback and he always thanks the Ohio State staff and, and the players, and he was close to those guys. So, obviously, uh, I would say, yes, he's a Buckeye, and he's also an LSU Tiger because that's where, you know, his career really took off is when he was at LSU, uh, won the Heisman, won the national championship. So, LSU has every right to claim him as a, as a Tiger, but I also think that he's also a Buckeye. You look at a lot of players – uh, you know, who who's went on and graduated or they they graduated and then went somewhere else. Those guys are, in my eyes, Buckeyes because they got their degree. They played there. If you're someone who was, you know, one or two years within the program, you transfer, graduated from somewhere else and you play meaningful snaps. Then I can understand where people would say where he finished that is that that's where he, you know, should be considered, you know, for example, you know, if you have a kid play two years at Ohio State, 
transfer to Notre Dame and gets his degree from Notre Dame and really flourish. To me, that's a, that kid, he's a domer. He's a Notre Dame kid. But in this instance, when you spend that long of a time inside the program and you graduated, then, yes, you are a Buckeye. All right. So the Bengals, four-point underdogs. They're used to being underdogs. Who do you think wins this game? And by the way, there is, you know, as you know, the, the mattress guy in Texas laid $4.5 million on the Bengals on the money line. So if he wins, the Bengals win this game, he wins $7.7 million. As a man, you know, of great wealth like yourself, if you were betting $4.5 million on this game, who, who are you taking? I, I'm going with the Bengals, Dave. I, I'm. Yes. You remember, when I, you remember when I told you? Early on, I was like, I don't know, Dave. I was like, you guys might be on the magic carpet ride. Like after you, after you uh, spanked my Raiders, and you were just kind of cautiously optimistic, like I don't know. And I was like, there's just something about this team. They are, they're just playing at a high level. They had the confidence, and Joe Burrow's just his confidence and his attitude. I just think that they're going to will themselves to victory. Yes, uh, if you look at the rosters. The Rams have more star power, but it's just something about this scrappy team that makes you think that, hey, they can win it. I, I look at this, Dave, matchup is the uh, the Rocky versus the Apollo Creed type of championship bout here. Then the Bengals are Rocky. They're the scrappy underdog fighters. And then you have your your flashy, high power uh, you know, team and, and Apollo Creed, which is the Rams. And I think it's going to be a good fight. I think it's going to be an excellent Super Bowl. And I just think that the Bengals are going to find a way to pull this out. I always knew I loved you, my man. He is Jonah Booker. Thank you very much, Jay Book. Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in to the show. We appreciate that very much. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Who day? Let's try that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. season of the original hit series mayor of kingstown my job is to create a balance avoid a war from executive producer taylor sheridan co-creator of yellowstone there's some new players in town and they brought the flag and antoine fuqua director of training day i know it's always been a war zone mike but this is next level the mayor is back in business are you warning me you're gonna find out mayor of kingstown new season streaming june 2nd exclusively on paramount plus